0: I am looking forward to hanging out with you guys on this fantastic Christmas Eve. It's Christmas. Hey, baby. Uh Merry Christmas, baby. How are you? Uh Get your feet together. Get your head up off. Oh. So we Thank you, babe So we do have um, We do have a special guest today Uh They're not yet in the green room So I hope that everything works out Pacific time to eastern time Is sometimes a difficult
1: Three hours is three
0: it hours It's a difficult shift to make So hopefully, prayerfully He will get in Australia right now And it's always a challenge They're like eight hours ahead of us Yeah Oh my god I had a UK and I was 12 out. We were a day apart. My, I was yesterday in all of the meetings. Yeah. I was yesterday. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This is crazy. I didn't get the whole time I was on that contract. I didn't get any holidays off because our holidays didn't fall on the same day. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. So, hey, good morning, Dr. Deborah. <laughs> okay.
1: So today is actually Christmas Eve, and that's an important day for the world. Um, it's also my mother's birthday. Okay. Today is my mother, Miss Christine Harrington gave birth to me. Oh, um, I guess it is in the green
0: room. That's awesome. Good morning. Hope you got coffee. Hope you got coffee. So yeah, it's her birthday. Not to be confused with Christmas Eve and not to be uh, combined in any way with Christmas day. That is a note to everybody who's got a holiday birthday. You do not want your freaking birthday to be squished in together.
1: I'm gonna have great consternation <laughs> for that for her whole life because her whole life that's been the case,
0: I, and uh, I get it.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense, and it's so easy to do. I get it. I it was, definitely it get birthday it. Birthday and Christmas present. Yeah, okay? She's always <laughs> thought that was unfair, but that's how, that's been her lot in life. Um. Right before i came upstairs just now i was downstairs and i had my breakfast and i just was looking for something to watch entertaining on youtube and i ran across uh, a video from entrepreneur city live event that was held in june okay of 2019 mm-hmm. okay, a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and um and it said 45 minutes i was thinking i was going to fast forward to my part of it
0: right because so, i was going to say you were you were, uh... You were a presenter at that event.
1: I was the featured presenter at that Mm -hmm. event. One of the featured presenters. And uh, so when I clicked start, Lisa had the mic in her hand. And she gave a phenomenal introduction to her. As I often want to do. She gave a great introduction. And I was watching her introduction of her husband because I was about to bring it. She gave a great job. She got the audience. She put them in the right place. She warmed up my stove, so to speak. You know, as a speaker, she got the room ready for me. and. And she was really, really good. And
0: then I came on and I was awesome. I rocked it. Let me tell you, that's something uh, speaker speaker. For those of you who aspire to be speakers, you need to understand the importance of warming that stage. And if you don't have a uh, an MC that's going to warm the stage for you, you got to learn how to do it for yourself.
1: Well, that's a challenge in speaking circles. i tell you really this, is. too, because oftentimes you, whoever just was the facilitator of the event is going to be the one to introduce Absolutely. you. Absolutely. They're not always skilled at that. But it's OK. It's not a showstopper. If they're not good at, OK, here's this guy. He's wrote the book. He's written a book and the book is named such and such. Bring me welcome to the stage. OK, great. Now, that stage is cold. That means that that speaker is going to have to take the time to warm his audience up so they can receive his message because they can't receive it otherwise.
0: Yeah, can't, you can't receive Just like you can't fry an egg on a cold skillet. That's right. Exactly right? right. you cannot fry an egg on a cold skillet. And this was actually something I learned back in seminary. My bishop, Bishop Saunders, shout out to Bishop Saunders. He was serious about a cold stage. Do not put him on no cold stage and do not put none of his ministers up on a cold stage. Because if they have to warm that stage up, let me tell you about, uh, What's the saying? I won't be be before you long. You're getting ready to be punished. You're <laughs> getting ready to be punished. she's so got to get the room. He's got to get the room back, baby. If he has to warm that stage for himself, honey. You're going to get about four. I won't be before you long. <laughs> now,
1: we do have a topic today. A topic today. Now, right. last night, as I was um, preparing myself to retire for the evening, I was also on YouTube looking for something. Okay, what do I need to listen to or watch as I sh- I shaved last night? Because I was looking like the Adams.
0: Now, let me say this real quick while you sure. do that. If you guys are having a place where you just need a little bit more uh, empowerment duo, you need something to go to sleep with, you can catch us either on our podcast or on YouTube. So make sure you check us out there, and the links are in the um are in the uh
1: the description. Okay. So I ran across. Uh, you know, new you, uh, new year, new you. Okay. Cause you're going to start seeing all that all the time, but this was Tony Robbins about how to start your 2021. Right. Okay. Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins. Now a lot of all of us have heard of him before. We've heard his stuff before. So I decided to click on it. And, um, Tony Robbins has been in this game for 30 years yep. and I've never heard him better. He was awesome last was night. Okay. I sent you the link. He was amazing. Um, He was great. But he did one thing like in the first third of his talk, he says, now, look, this is going to sound corny, but this is just this three word formula will greatly improve your whole life. How about that? Three words. If you'll just embrace these three words, your whole life will improve. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Three words that he recognized sounded corny. He knows they sound corny. It's okay, but
0: they are the secret to improving all areas of life. And it's- you know, sometimes cliche is just that. Yeah. It become it became a cliche because right it was right. So often. so
1: much truth in it. Right. Here's the three words: raise your, your standards. standards. If you raise your standards, your whole life will improve. Fly first class. Mm, raise your standards and what you will tolerate, raise your standards and what you're willing to do, where you're willing to go. He tells the story of Michael Jordan late in his career was still at the top of his game and still working out harder than everyone else. And he asked him, why do you still work out harder than everyone else? You know, you've already set all the records. He says, I'm not trying to set records. I'm playing to my standard. That's right. same, Same thing with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant would practice two hours before practice started. Okay. Why? Because he had established a standard that he wanted to stay within.
0: The opposite of which is resting on your laurels.
1: Resting on your laurels or trying to be average. Now, people hate to hear when we say that. They hate when we say you're trying to be average. Trying to be average. You are not trying to excel when you're trying to be as good as the ones next to you or around you. Mm -hmm. You are attempting on purpose to stay like everybody else, which is meaning you're trying to be Average.
0: Absolutely. And you know what trying to be average is almost the the crabs in the barrel mentality. Yeah. Because uh, what is the first thing that happens the moment that someone gets that promotion and they buy themselves a new suit? Or the moment that someone passes on one opportunity to take something a little bit better? Oh, you think you all that now? Well, Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I should. Maybe you should try some. Care for a sip? (laughs) You can be all that too. It really is okay to raise your standards. It really is okay to change your language. It really is okay to become who it is that you need to be in order to accomplish the things that have been placed in you to accomplish.
1: You know, that whole concept that crabs in a barrel, crabs in a box, Crabs are not known to be very intelligent creatures, okay? Tiny, tiny brains. They're delicious, though. They're delicious, but they're not smart, okay? They're just instinctual, and they do what they're supposed to do. That's what they are. But if you've ever seen it, I've seen this happen before. You put crabs in a box, they realize they're captured. They don't want to be in the box, okay? They're moving around, Mm -hmm. okay? And if one of the crabs figures out a way to climb up the other box, any other crab that sees this one climbing out of the box they race over and grab him and pull him back down. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? And and it happens over and over again. If another crab sees one about to get out of the box or about to escape, they have to do it. They feel like...
0: I can't let him escape, and I'm still here. Exactly. Good morning, Brianna. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, oh, Dr. Debra. else's birthday, too? Uh, Dr. Debra says today is my ex-husband's birthday, and he always used to remind me that he wanted separate celebrations. Absolutely, absolutely. The only thing worse then having a birthday on a holiday is having a birthday right after the biggest holiday of the year. And nobody had no money left for my birthday. And the first set of bills came in from Christmas when my birthday rolled around.
1: Birthday is three weeks after Christmas. And uh, yeah, that's
0: that's
1: (laughs) like perfect timing to not have any money.
0: (laughs) Perfect timing to get nothing, but it's okay. We're going to make it happen anyway. What happens when you raise your standards,
1: Miss Vivian? That's right. Now, we have a guest today.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait because I I love in his title... Aside from life coach and man coach, which are our kind of people, right? Because we love coaches. We love coaches. He had a relationship wizard.
1: Relationship wizard. Okay. I the- <laughs> He's going to come on in 21 minutes. He's a relationship wizard, and he's already catching you guys talk right now. He's in the green room. Absolutely. He looks handsome
0: right now. <laughs> At old Dark 30 in the morning. And he's got his face decorated with a smile. which is always good. I'm going to tell you, take a moment now, if you would, to make sure that we continue to build. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you leave some comments and please, please, please share. Because sharing is caring, and we can't wait to connect you with our uh, new guest as soon as yeah. possible. I, I got to say, we're about to do our greeting songs, but I am so happy that Miss Vivian
1: chose to type out the words, raise my standards. Yes. Um, I'm happy about that because if we, on purpose, raise our standards in the way we dress, for example, um a couple of minutes before the show started, I came in this room with a sweatshirt on.
0: Really? So, right? Really, Brian? You're gonna wear a sweatshirt,
1: and I yeah. have on a sparkly she's dress. I had on a sweatshirt, and I and I was about to say, because she says, "Oh no, you're not wearing a sweatshirt on the show." Okay, you got to go put on something. We'll put on, maybe I don't have that ready. Go put on some, put on one of the sweaters or something. Okay, and, <laughs> and she was right. She's right because ninety percent of us is covered up on the show. So what we wear does matter. Only skin you see is our face and hands. That's it. Neck a little bit, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, you see our clothes, oh, that clothes matter.
0: Well, you know, the clothes don't only matter because other people can see them, they matter because of how you feel when you have them that's, on.
1: That's just as important.
0: It really is because I can tell the productivity between getting up working in my robe, which I never do, not ever. Someone asked me, uh, Someone was talking about makeup this year. And I hardly ever wear makeup because we got to wear these masks. I have on makeup under my mask every single day. Every single day because it's part of my skincare routine. It's part of my personal uh, ego routine, if nothing else. When I look in the mirror, and it's also part of my uh, me time. When I am in the mirror putting on my makeup, I am reminding myself that I'm still here and I bet a carpe diem that I'm still here and I can influence somebody else's choices today and also you guys know that I am a staunch advocate of loving the body that you're in as a plus size diva over the age of 50. I also feel like that I have to kind of carry that banner. You know what I mean? I want my sisters to know you look, have a little couple of extra cake pounds, baby, but still wrap it up and make it look gorgeous, okay? That is important. You gotta give me some light, babe. Okay,
1: thank you. Um, it's now nine twelve. Now, those of you, let's say this is your first time on the show, I buckle up, okay? Because buckle up, but a couple buckle up, because this show's been going since October of two thousand and sixteen. And some of these amazing people that chose to show up with us, even on Christmas Eve, they chose to show up with us. They've been rocking with us for years. And some of them are consistent contributors. And we like to thank them with our greeting songs and um, just bear with us. Some people have greeting logos. Some people have actually greeting jingles. Like first up is Miss Brittany Tom. She actually have a greeting song and it goes something like this. It's Brittany,
0: it's Brittany, it's Brittany, Britney, Thomas, Thomas. Thomas. It's Britney, it's Britney, it's Britney, it's, it's, it's your time. <laughs> That's right. It's your time,
1: yeah. I love that when we sing that in Britney Thomas' song because it is her time.
0: It is her time. Shout out to the author of Little My Blessed Life. Yes. With cerebral palsy, our fantastic One of our authors of the year. We got so many authors this year that we have been able to publish through Empowerment Publishing and Multimedia. And now not only publishing authors, but also having shifted so many people into doing their virtual book launches and book tours and helping them to expand their reach. I'm excited, 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 excited. I'm so excited. You
1: should be. I'm so excited. Because you
0: I'm so excited. have a part to play, though. Absolutely. It's Dr. Deborah, baby.
1: Dr. Deborah is one of our friends. Dr. Deborah, <laughs>
0: healing and deliverance
1: coach. coach
0: and sacred stone master.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, Dr. Deborah,
0: Good thank morning. you for joining us this morning. Thank you, oh, Brianna's here.
1: Bringy Bri-, Bri is here. You can't play with my brain
0: Bri. Nope. <laughs> Don't try to play her out. Don't so try to play her out. Good morning, Bri Bri. How you doing? I had the opportunity yesterday to hang out with our with uh, Miss Summer.
1: Yes, we can because I guess you say hey. what can make me feel this
0: way. Oh, now, Summer. 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 Talking about summer. 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 I <laughs> not to be outdone I also had a momentary Because Summer said this is my conference call She okay. was not really having okay. it But for one second I got to say Hello to Valeska Valeska <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good morning to y'all Miss Vivian, Vivian is here
0: Absolutely Miss Vivian Okay come on <laughs> uh, Viviana <laughs> Vivian Reed is here, Vivian Reed is here, and now the show can go on, Oh, We are here in our home office, in the home studio right now, hanging out with you guys. We have an amazing guest for you in the next 15 minutes, and we are looking forward to all that we get to do to close out this year right here at home. Many of you are working from home and it's a little bit cramped or uncomfortable, or maybe you wish you had a man cave or she should, but you know what? If you are ready to get your new home, your next home, or your forever home, reach out to Brenda Booker Bull. She's the real estate agent who is all heart and noble. Brenda Booker Bull can help you to navigate the real estate journey, even virtually in today's timeout environment. Give her a call at 704-649-7686 because-
1: It's tricky to buy a home or sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda.
0: Hey, choose Brenda. Brenda, 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 Brenda. It's tricky to buy a home to sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose, choose Brenda. Brenda. Hey, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. I ran so out of cool. air on that one. <laughs> that
1: was our girl. Again, we are so appreciate you guys being with us today before a big holiday. That like our girl Beverly is here. Yes. Beverly. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Beverly. How you doing? Good morning, Beverly. I think Bill's here. Says thank you something.
0: Thank you, Mona Lisa, for sharing my video yesterday. Yes, what? it's always my pleasure to share Lisa, you guys, <laughs> to share you guys' stuff. You know why? It doesn't cost me anything. Now, I'm not on Facebook a very long during the day because I actually set times for when I check my email, when I do my Facebooking, all those things. But when I pop on and I see you guys doing something, I'm sharing it because you guys do the same thing for us. And I also know that those of you guys who are connected to us are usually usually sharing some good stuff. Brittany has been consistent with creating her videos to continue to attract attention to her book, I'm Living My Blessed Life. And I am always, always, always excited about the motivation and inspiration that she's providing to people. So shout out to you, Brittany. I'm glad of the ability of it. I see. William Brown says, good
1: morning, family. And good morning to our friend, Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We, we love him, him so, and we, we always will. will. Our We're friend Bill. Bill. Good morning to our
0: friend Bill. Good morning, Bill. Happy today is really pulling it together. I'm excited to be on the show next week, and I am looking forward to more one-word conversations with William sure. Brown. Um good morning ha- hello happy people from beverly thank you so much vivian says lisa always looks fabulous well thank you darling and brian you are always she does
1: a- too always dress nicely thank you very much yeah. our girl lynette is here she says hey
0: family and hey, at lynette. this
1: table we sit making it legit because when lynette hits the show oh uh-huh. Good morning, Lynette. Hope you're having a good holiday. Today
0: we're talking about raise your standards. Now, what can that mean for you? Oh what can you do to raise I your want standards? To talk about that. Absolutely. Good morning, Corinda. Good morning, Mr. Corinda
1: Singh, our world traveler. You know, raising your standards—the three-word solution to greatly improve all areas of your life. Um, even Tony Robbins even went <clears throat> on to even have a standard for how much we weigh. Okay. Mm. We have standards. If you raise your standard, he did this example let's more um on the recording. He says, um, is there anybody here that works out more than five times a week? Five or more times a week, you work out. If you work out five or more times a week, stand up. And he has all of those stand up. Now, do these people that are standing up, do they look like they work out five times or more a week? And he said, yeah, and everybody says, yes, they do, because it shows on you if you (laughs) work out. And it shows when you do. And it shows when you (laughs) do. Happy
0: holidays to you. We love you as well. Um, so, what can you do to raise your standards, right? This is actually the season when everybody fake raises their standards, right? Why did you go? Come down? on, now! Hey, come on, tell the truth and shame you the know. devil. See, fake raising. Because oh, you know you're gonna fake raise your standards. You got your fake goals for 2021. Fake goals. They fake, but my goals are for real yeah, this They're not for real. <laughs> They're for real so for today, the moment. Fifteen. But it's that long. <laughs> that exactly. long raising your standards means it's putting standards yeah it, it means that you're putting some some you're gonna put some reinforcements on what you do right if you're raising your standards on how you uh travel you're gonna add some extra money to when you buy your ticket you're gonna go first class if you're gonna raise your standards this year you got to give me light babe okay there
1: you go traveling first class versus traveling coach it might cost you 80 or a hundred dollars more to travel first class versus coach, maybe in 120 more to travel first class versus traveling coach. But once you're on the plane first, you know where that money went. Once you get in your comfortable chair, you know where that money
0: went. When you get to sit down and they hand you a glass of champagne, you know where that money went. So, but raising your standards in your personal life I and mean, I mean in your everyday is you may have decided, okay, I'm gonna be a coach this year. You may decide I'm gonna get a certification. That's raising your standard You may decide I'm gonna get a coach to help me build a business structure so that I'm not just getting uh these these low rank clients and or no pay clients or having to work my business on the side. I'm actually gonna get somebody to work with me. And guess what? I'm gonna have to pay them because how I get paid is indirect proportion to how much I'm willing to invest in myself and my business, right? So you whoa, have whoa.
1: To Make sure they heard that.
0: Raise your standards there because how much you're able to earn is in direct proportion to how much you are willing to invest in your business. It's, you can't get around it. You just can't. Um, we've learned so
1: much and learned as much as well. You're going to have to invest in yourself.
0: Good morning, Cynthia.
1: Good um, Good morning, Cynthia. Cynthia Murray. Come on. I've I got that sister with me. Good, morning, Good Cynthia.
0: morning, Cynthia. Cynthia Murray, can you
1: give us an example of how you could, in your world, raise your standards in some way? And I really believe, Lisa, and I appreciate everything you just said. What about the little things that we can do to raise our standards and the quality of food that we choose to
0: eat? Yes, absolutely. Quality. Absolutely. Dr. Davis says I've raised my standards uh, in my business model. Absolutely. Happy holidays to you, Cynthia. Raising your standards. Uh, raising your standards sometimes takes me requires a step back so that you can evaluate what needs to change. That's what a lot of, a lot of the participants in the guided journey within have done. I've gotten so much feedback talking about my, my vision raised up. My model is going to be awesome. My year, my 2021 is actually going to happen because they're not rushing to the fun part. Understand rushing to the fun part is glue sticks, scissors, and, Pictures, right? That's the fun part. But if you haven't tapped into what's kept you from the manifestation of those things over time, if you haven't tapped into, you got to keep up yourself mm-hmm. up because you're you're affecting the light. Um, this chocolate vanilla lighting is difficult. Y'all gotta understand. Our our um. There we go. He got it. He got it. Thank you, baby. You gotta be more focused on me. Yes, because you're sucking up all the light. I am the light. He's absorbing the light. (laughs) (laughs) But if you, if you need, if you have, if you haven't evaluated why you did not accomplish something, then you will not have successfully identified what you really need to do to accomplish it. Sometimes you can't do that by yourself. That's why I'm glad we got our coach here. We got coach going to be live with us in six minutes. Absolutely, Six minutes, Dougie. Fresh shot In six (laughs) minutes. I'll bring a
1: face that some of you guys have never seen before. Um, And some of you have probably.
0: And we're looking forward to that. But understand that sometimes it takes someone from the outside looking in to help you see, Okay, this is a pattern of behavior that has been uh, counterproductive over all this time. And you say you're gonna do something different, but you got the same plan.
1: Part of the title for I guess I love it is relationship wizard. Wizard. <laughs> I, <love
0: it. laughs> I love that. I love this. So listen, tell us what you're doing to raise your standards or what you could do to raise your standards for 2021.
1: Uh, Dr. Demmer says, I have raised. I'm sorry, okay. I have raised my standards in my business model. Okay, we did mm-hmm. get that. That's right. Um, think about how you raise your standards in the way you dress, the way you walk, where you're willing to go. I wouldn't be caught dead in a place like
0: that. Right? Oh, come on. Now. That's an example of you'd have standards. That's right. So you wouldn't be caught there. Brittany has some standards. She says, I'm raising my standards in my friendships and relationships. I'm not, I'm settling, not anymore. settling anymore. Right. That is
1: an important assessment. I've heard um, some women say things like, I like whoever likes me. Okay,
0: honey, you can have a whole bucket full of that, because <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> whoever likes her is who she likes back. Yeah, no, thank you.
1: Um, I don't. I think she's worth more
0: than that. Like anyone who says, it like but that. here's the other thing: raising your stand, raising your standards. When you identify what you want, raising your standards means that you're also deciding. I'm going to become who I need to become to get that.
1: Now, when you do raise your standards, you please understand Now, sometimes that comes with some, some chastising and some arrows thrown at you. Oh, you think you better than us or you trying to leave us or you've changed. That's another one that's yeah. popular. I, I wish changed. that
0: you all uh, would reprogram you've changed into a compliment in your mind. Reprogram it. Oh, you've changed. Thank you. That was the objective. <laughs> That's right. That's I appreciate point. it. That's that good. was exactly what I was striving to do. Feel oh. free to have some. There's plenty left. You can change too. Um, uh, the that- comedian Robin Harris,
1: who's no longer with us, he says people because he was doing a special a comedy special. He says people in his neighborhood says, "Hey, Robin, if you make a lot of money, you gonna change?" He goes. You got that going run
0: right. up a change. you a lot of money. i am I standing around here for? <laughs> exactly. Now, Beverly says my why has to be bigger than my because, so the because won't be used as an excuse. Raising my standards standard starts with a changed mindset. Come on now. Get
1: way from it. Mindset. Mindset.
0: Mindset. It really is. So much of it is mindset. And sometimes how you choose to think how you put thoughts together. And most of the times you can't change your mindset by yourself. No, I need people not. to understand that because you got all of these, uh, all of these cheerleaders and, and and naysayers and voices in your head that are conflicting and contradicting. And you need someone to be the voice that says, really? I'm tell you another reason. Really? Yeah, That's you, what you thought? You can't do it by
1: yourself no. because you've gotten so good at defending yourself mm-hmm. from others and defending yourself from yourself. Mm-hmm. When you look in the mirror, you don't see anybody with any flaws. You see old friend. OK, most of the time. Absolutely. That's why it's so hard to change ourselves by ourselves. It's really, really difficult. I, I don't know if you, it can be done, really. You need help. All of us need help. Someone that we respect, maybe someone that we love. Okay, but we need help to change our standards. Uh, man, I guess it's going to be in three minutes, y'all. Just three minutes. Okay, yep.
0: Uh, Brittany said, That's right. I'm becoming who I need to be to receive what it is that I want and desire. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, Brittany. Kelly says, I am raising my standards with myself. Understanding that change is the only constant, so I choose to change and grow every day. <laughs> I am out the matrix. There's, there's
1: a thing, a <laughs> process. You don't have to worry about change because it's going to keep happening. You don't got to concern yourself thinking about is things going to change or are things going to change? Yes, they will.
0: Melissa's here and here. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve. I'm sorry, I slept in. Honey, you can sleep there, You haven't had to punch a clock. But we appreciate having oh, here. Now it's time for us to sing our song. Mrs. Home.
1: I had to mute that a little bit because I don't have any water in the room.
0: <laughs> our guest is about to be here in a minute and a half. So. Yes. now Vivian said that is very true. Those voices are trouble. Those voices are made up of messages that you believed. From your youth, trying
1: to protect yourself,
0: trying to protect you. Those messages are con- are are your self-conditioning that, you know, you don't you don't need all of that. They're trying to protect you from disappointment. You yeah. don't need all of yeah. that. You don't even don't need. Don't try. To-
1: We're good right here. We got a roof over our heads. Don't try to get a nicer place. Don't try to move. Don't try to get a better place of work or, or new or own your own business.
0: Don't even try. But unfortunately, they are counterintuitive to who and what it is that you are intended to be.
1: Now, initially, every good thing that you decide to do, initially, your brain's not gonna wanna do it.
0: Nope, 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 nope <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Ah yes. You decide to write a book, your brain doesn't want to. Okay, you decide to open up something, your brain doesn't want to. So it's gonna try to stop you.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Melissa said I sent you both the Coquito flashback video from when you dropped off the Coquito at my house it last Christmas. Time. It was fun, but honey, Brian didn't let no coquito out this house this year. Dr. Deborah, you were lucky. Cause Brian has been oh, you make coquito? Go, 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 go. Dr. <laughs> Deborah
1: yeah. uh, says even my why has been raised. What I thought was my why was actually a limiting belief. Wow. So my Christmas read is read is Discovering Your Why by Lisa Santiago McNeil. It's an amazing book. Thank it's you. It's now 9:30, so 30 oh, It's time for our guests to come on. It's
0: time. Okay. I'm so excited to bring our special guests. We love hanging out with coaches because we know that they come with wisdom and love to share with our audience. So I want to introduce to some and present to
2: others. Mr. Kevin. O'Connor.
1: Hey, what's up, man? How you
2: doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. I've been enjoying your show. I've been smiling for the last thirty minutes.
1: We are excited to have you, and we got questions for you. But before we launch into it, please, sir, take some time to introduce yourself, however you would like.
2: Well, probably the first thing that comes to mind right now is that your mother and I have something in common. She's her birthday's today. Mine is in on the twenty eighth oh okay. right there so when the you
0: said, yay
2: when you said uh no she's not new Year. she's not christmas eve no she's not christmas this is her birthday today well i can remember on the 28th thinking to myself like why were there three presents under the tree for me and four for my brothers and sisters and then there's a present for my birthday and i used to i used to tease my mom and i said did you, like did you hold that back so that i would have one on my birthday <laughs> but The with um birthdays between Christmas and New Year's, not only, you know, is there like, oh, you're an afterthought. But the other thing is that when you go back to school, nobody knows that you had a birthday, you know, there was, like, I don't think I ever had a birthday party. You know, it was just like, what? Oh, let's pull out some cake from somewhere from the supermarket <laughs> and like slide a couple candles on it. And then you go to school and everybody's like, got a great part. Christmas. We did this, we did this. And it was like, yeah, you know, I, I had a birthday. <laughs>
0: You
1: know, so. Yeah. You, anyway, you, so you, um, it's on Christmas break. Yes, yeah, right. It it is. It it is. From
2: you. So, uh, a little bit about me. I'm a Canadian. I'm in Southern California right now, which is in serious lockdown. And interestingly enough, I had COVID about a month ago, three weeks ago. Oh,
0: wow. Well, so
2: I'm post COVID, and I was I was going for my run yesterday, which was my first run since um, I had COVID. And I was thinking, like, wow. Like I feel like I'm a heavy-duty smoker. I mean, I was able to get moving, but so COVID is real, and uh, I'm 59 years of age. And uh, you just got to take care of yourself. And it is real, and it's not fun. And uh, for all of people who are like, really, is just like a heavy-duty flu. It's nothing like I've ever had before. I didn't need to go to the hospital or anything, but it was not a lot of fun. So a couple little fun facts about me. Um, I have been an entrepreneur. Uh, I have started 12 businesses. I have a management consulting business where I coach primarily women entrepreneurs. And about a year ago in my life coaching business, which I had just started, I was getting more and more requests for coaching with, uh, of men. Now we we're talking a little earlier about raising your standards and about, um, average. I would describe as married for 27 years. And I, I would describe myself as a gold standard average husband i had average down to a t so if somebody wanted to say like i i was really good at average i was doing average really well i'm not married now it's not good enough to do average for yourself it's not good enough to do average for your partner what you want to do is exceptional so i started to raise my standards and um, i changed my entire life i sold my business i moved i basically gave away or sold 90 percent of what i owned and I rebuilt myself. I looked at my life. I realized that I'd always been overachieving. I'd always been, what's next, what's next? And um, i had done a great job with raising our children, but not so good of a job of raising myself. So I realized I had to go back to school, and I had to sort of learn what it was to be a man, and what it was to sort of make, it, make a contribution in society. And so the lessons I learned late in life, and I try to translate those into lessons that I can share primarily with men. I say in my uh, Instagram men to come for me for help and women come for me with come to me for help with men because <laughs> men are kind of underserviced in the coaching area. Men are expected to know the answers or figured out themselves, and they're not likely to share those challenges with others. Women have often have great community. They have a sisterhood. They have this incredible ability to network and talk and share. Guys are pretty isolated. They're lone wolfing all the time. And uh and so my calling is really to be there for them and to be able to sort of help them get out of their stuff and get into uh, living.
1: Absolutely, so I've got to do a couple of things with you. One is um, since 2013, twice a month, I host a men's meeting, men's and teenage men's meeting called Men, Male Empowerment Networks. And uh, I have to invite you to one on the first and the third Tuesday.
0: And they're not at six o'clock in the morning for you. Right. <laughs> They're, they're 7 p.m. Eastern
1: Standard Time, so it'll be 4 p.m. Pacific Time, I believe. But um, the reason why I wanted to have it is because you were singing my song there. Men do need men, and men tend to cry in the dark. And I will tell you in the six, seven years that I've had that I've seen so many men you know, in positions where they can't tell their spouse stuff or they can't tell it to their significant other because that'll make it worse in their household. And they do have a lot of that Superman thing, and and we explained that Superman really is a myth. You know, he doesn't exist, he never has existed, but we still try to carry that, and it hurts. A lot of men have a lot of hurt. And the audience, I really want you guys to hear this today because your man has hurts too that he may not be willing to
0: share with you. you know? Yeah, and I, I think that that's so true. Go ahead, Kevin.
2: Well, I was going to say that, um, remember, Superman had an alter identity. I mean, he had Clark Kent, and oh. So men try to represent them as supermen, but really they're kind of clumsy. They're Clark Kent with the glasses. Um, <laughs> and they are a very human. And I was talking to a friend yesterday and I was emphasizing to her that she was talking about how do I how do I share this with my partner, with my husband? And I said, I have to emphasize that your husband's probably more sensitive than you. That Whoa. You're and <laughs> your languaging, what you say and how you give them feedback is going to elicit a certain reaction that probably wouldn't be, you wouldn't have when you're bombarded with the feedback that you get in your life. Women are very resilient and they take in a lot of information. Men um, repel. They are uh, moved to defensiveness. They are already wired to protect themselves and their family. So you say the wrong thing, they go into defense and they can't take that information in and it's not the wrong thing it's just the way in which it was presented so mm. i'll give you an example she had an amazing birthday she was so excited he's my client and she said he oh he nailed it and then we spent a couple of extra hours together he's a surgeon he came home early and the next day i said to him and he said this was great and the next day i said to him that's how most people live and i said i want to give you some feedback you know what he heard?" He heard, Why don't You do all he time. don't do this often enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's what he would, I would have heard the same thing. Yeah. That's yeah, how most people said, said,
2: really? What if you had it said to him, that was the most special day in a long time, and I can't wait to have more with you. You are a
1: great person. Absolutely. Man. That would have been so much better. I, I would have took it the same way, man. You are so right. Absolutely. So,
0: Good morning, Julie Ray Hemmentree. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Shanrika. We're here with our friend, Mr.
2: Kevin O'Connor. He is a how
1: would you what would you call your title though? Because he had a few things.
2: Well, I, I say I, most of my title is in jest. I say I'm a man coach because immediately people go like, What is that? And I say, I coach men about men's stuff. And men's stuff doesn't just mean stuff about yourself, it means stuff about this man in this world, this man okay. in this relationship, this man as a father, this man as an entrepreneur, yeah. this man, you know, as a loving human being. And then, the first I do.
1: We've had on this show, and I'm so excited to meet you. <laughs> Thank well, you. The
0: first man coach who was titled the man coach because you got to think about we've had a couple of we've had um sunday manhood author yeah. the author of Thank manhood God, yeah. right and then we've had um kelly little who is the male transformation mm-hmm. but man coach is a very unique and, and he's on here there he is kelly give me a thumbs up hopefully you guys can connect as well because i really do believe that there is a, a space necessary shanrika says man coach is a good title she likes it. So you got a thumbs up there. There really is a space and I hope that it's a new age awakening, right? Because I am a coach. I'm the coach's coach. And I often work with women for the first four years. It was almost primarily women helping them to tell their story, helping them to learn how to convert what they've learned in life into something that they can now help others to overcome, helping them to publish their books. But just recently i want to say in the past year and a year year and a half or so i have started attracting more men and i think that it's because the season this is the dawning of the age of aquarius right this is the dawning of men deciding you know what i can I can be who I am, and I can accept help, and I can tap into my feelings, and I'm grateful that some of you guys are also taking up the mantle. I'm grateful that my husband is working uh, with men with male empowerment networks, giving them a place to speak, but you giving them a place to help navigate what they may have uncovered and help women to also understand how to properly interact with those men.
1: Dr. Deborah Dunstan said, men coaches are definitely needed. Yes. Bernie Thomas says, this is really good. I'm
2: learning some things.
0: Come on, Kevin. What else you got? What else you got?
2: Well, I wanted to talk, uh, you know, the reason I chose man coach, and now uh, somebody called me a relationship wizard a couple of weeks ago, and I said, bang, that's on my little profile as well. (laughs) And all the things I say is, I really ingest. I mean, I'm trying, like, you know, Canadians are funny. Most of the major comedians in uh, in the United States are Canadian. I mean, if you look at Jim Carrey to to uh, uh, most of the funny people, they're Canadians. And so Canadians carry a sense of humor because we're in this huge country, which is 30 percent larger than the United States. And we're one tenth of the population. And people also don't realize that Toronto is the fourth largest city in North America after L.A., the next city after wow. Mexico, New York, L.A., Toronto. So it's a big multicultural city in a massive country where ninety percent of the population live within hundred miles of the U.S. border. So you've got this huge country. So um, we spent a lot of time driving, <laughs> and <laughs> you a sense of humor. and on the and in cold weather, you need a sense of humor. Yeah. So my my practice is called practical masculinity, and practical I chose that like, practical masculinity because you know there's a lot of books, you know. Men don't necessarily process lots of information in a self-help book, but we do take coaching tips pretty well. Somebody's out at a golf course and somebody stands beside them and takes a stance, hold the club this way. You're standing in the batting cage. Somebody gives you a couple pointers. Most men can take that in. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to focus on solution focused coaching so that my goal was to give people some real, down to earth, specific things that they can do that would build habits and allow them to sort of step more into uh, their masculine. And so that's why it's called Practical Masculinity. We're, it's never too late to learn.
1: Absolutely, man. I'm so excited that you picked up that mantle as well. Um, so there might be someone that's on here right now that's listening to you thinking, you know what, man, I would love for him to have a conversation with my husband, or my boyfriend, or my business partner, or my coworker, there might be someone that wants a little more taste of of what you have to offer. How would you recommend? Or how do you prefer people reach out to you or work with you?
2: I love it when they come to uh, my Instagram, Practical Masculinity, to send me a direct message. You know, I don't. I, I love direct messages on Instagram. yeah um, his Instagram, y'all. And uh, now here's the thing about Instagram. Our generation, our demographic doesn't use it as much. We use Facebook, uh, but I can tell you Instagram is pretty effective. I'm just growing my Instagram or you can come to my website and there's a click up button on there where you can send me a, a private message. So that's practicalmasculinity.net. Uh, uh, one of the things that you said earlier um, about, you know, moving forward into 2021 about sort of leveling up, about raising your standards, uh, there are three things that, that I think are critical to creating what I call a resilient, harmonious, intimate relationship. And I'm hoping you'll share them. These are the, the you know if you've got a, a a relationship that can withstand things you know the loss of a parent, the loss of a child, something going, a loss of a job. If you've got a relationship that's harmonious, so there's a flow to it. I mean, they live their life as if they're singing, like the two of you sing all the time. You know, there is a flow, there is a natural harmony. And if there's intimacy, you really can't ask for more in life. The challenge is that people don't know that there are some fundamentals, some building blocks required to get there. And there are three primary ones that I talk about. The first one is responsibility. And when I talk about responsibility, I think about this equation where E meaning the event plus R which stands for either your reaction or your response. The outcome. So an event happens, you can choose to react. Whoa, you get all wound up or you can choose to be thoughtful and respond. And depending on which are you choose, you get a different outcome. Mm -hmm. So there are events in our lives, they're neutral. Events are neutral. It's the meaning, the meaning we put on it, the lens we look at those events through. Two people will see two different events and have two different reactions and describe them very differently and have different emotional reactions. Absolutely. So, So when we talk about responsibility, we talk about looking at where, what can I do that shapes the outcome? So rather than placing blame, rather than sort of judging, you say, what was my role? Even if this event was very upsetting, and this person behaved really poorly to you and you feel somewhat victimized, <clears throat> there's an opportunity for you to process that information and take responsibility for what you learned from that. And then in doing so, you go to, uh, you can shape the outcome. So responsibility is about allowing yourself to be empowered. You're no longer having things happen. We all know people who blame their partner. He never comes home. He does this. She does that. Uh they treat you like this at work. And when you live in that victim space, you're giving all your power up to everybody else. Right. You actually go, now what what is it that I can learn or how can I change my response? As soon as you make those decisions and imp- and sort of implement that, you're actually going to change the dynamic and you're going to get a different outcome. So we have or it's, you know, we talk about law of attraction, manifestation, we have the power. So that's responsibility. Um, when we talk about the next one, it's honesty. This is one we struggle with in society today because yeah. we shape our messaging to get a specific outcome. And when we do that, we are often out of integrity. So responsibility Shaper, and honesty. Yeah. So honesty, we want to have the honesty to be your truth not necessarily the truth you want others to hear not the the facts it's like what's my come from somebody talked about earlier about their why what's my come from so, you know why i need to speak honestly in relationship your partner should really be exposed to the honest you and how many times do we feel that our partners like you know kind of flirting you know they're skirting around it's like they're not the full truth and and so is they're
1: considering the other one's feelings and yeah. they're not sure how they're going to be able to put this out yeah. or how they're
2: going to take it. I mean, someone told me the other day that they, I talked to them in coaching and then they, they, they didn't follow through <laughs> they were really honest. And I said, what was that? She said, well, I just said it because I thought you wanted to hear it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: People pleasing and wanting to make somebody hear it and is stepping away from your truth, which is why did she say, I want to. A- empower yeah. her, use her voice. So she goes, I really can't commit to that now. I'm struggling yeah. with it. And then we can talk. And that feeds into the third one, which is um, vulnerability. Okay. And vulnerability is knowing that you're going to share something with somebody where there is a risk involved. Yeah. yeah. Struggle with vulnerability. Now, you have to have a safe space for vulnerability because we all know people who overshare. They tell you everything and you're like, I'm very uncomfortable with that. Because they I have this, they haven't it ensured it's a safe environment. Mm-hmm. But the more vulnerable we, the vulnerable we are. There's my six o'clock in the morning mouth working. The more vulnerable <laughs> we are, um, the more that we are able to build connection. Vulnerability leads to connection. So yeah, I tell
1: you, that's a challenge. Yeah, men I talk to. That's a challenge. The vulnerability is a challenge for the men I talk man. to. And it seems to me, um, um, Kevin. The older the man. The more he has a challenge with vulnerability, maybe because he's got more practice of hiding himself or more proof <laughs> that, that, that vulnerability is him into trouble. It's going to sting you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Or they'll use it against you. Yeah. So they have to protect themselves. But you're suggesting in a healthy relationship, it can be safe
2: enough that you can be vulnerable. Is that right? Well, yeah, you can be vulnerable. You actually, the more vulnerable you are, the more authentic your relationship. Imagine if you're leading your life. In a way in your relationship to get a certain outcome from your partner. I don't want to say that that'll be upsetting. I don't want to do that. I don't wanna no, I can't, I we can't talk about that. That's not actually a real relationship. Wow, wow. Get a specific outcome. You're living, not living your truth. Right. What if you spoke your truth and the other person then spoke their truth about how they felt? You'd either get closer or you realize we were never really intended to be there,
0: right? What?
2: right? You know, but let me
0: say, let me speak to this. Let me speak to this on the woman's perspective. Well, go, go ahead, please. Uh, because ladies, I need you to understand that if you are in a relationship that you believe is intentional, that should be, and your significant other comes to you in a rel- in a vulnerable state, you have a responsibility to respond respectfully and to honor that vulnerability. Now I'm not telling you to mask, I'm not telling you to just take anything, but I'm telling you that you get to handle that as a treasure vulnerability is a treasure. When my husband gives me something that I know was a challenge for him to give to me, he's never opened it up to anyone else. He knows that it could be used against him or used to color how the lens wherewith with judged, That thing becomes a treasure. When I hold that thing in my hand, I hold it with love, care, and conscientiousness. And it is never to be used as a weapon, not ever.
1: Um, Kevin, you've been an amazing guest so far. We've got two more minutes with you. Um, I wish we had a longer time. I do because I'm I'm getting a lot of value out of it. I'm looking at our relationship. I'm looking at friends of our relationships as you talk. But I want to give you this last minute and a half here to share. What do you want to leave our audience with? What do you want to What do you want to impart?
2: You. Can only have a kind of loving relationship with others that you have with yourself. Woo! Oh!
0: (laughs) (laughs) My dog, Kevin, say it one more time. That was a mic drop minute. Oh yeah.
2: The love you have to give to others is directly related to the love you give yourself. Wow. Wow. You cannot give more love to others than you have available to yourself And i know that seems counterintuitive because there are a lot of women who just give 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 and there's no self-care but ultimately there's going to be a challenge at a point in time where they can't give anymore so if you give yourself as a woman and you're in your feminine and you open yourself to receive from the universe and feel the love that love multiplies you can the more love that you have for yourself and that's not to be misunderstood people say oh that's selfish no that's self worth. Selfishness is ignoring, you know, what's around you, uh, and having a specific agenda that's all about you. Self worth is making decisions and having self a healthy boundary. So, you know, if I get fed this, look what I have to give others. So, yeah, never and I'm gonna have to pause you here because we got to
1: close out. But can you hang out in the green room for a few more minutes with us? Absolutely. Um, Thank you, sir. We're going to put you down now. Thank was he so not much. an amazing
0: Woo. guest? We got some good comments. Jeremy says, Woo! That was a word right there. It really was. I think it was. That moment right there was it. Now, Dr. Deborah goes on to say, Yes, because remaining in a victim state can create a soul tie to that limiting belief. Absolutely. Wow. Dr. Deborah wow. said, Wow, say that. She got it. He got some preach, Kevin, from Kelly Little. I'm telling you, we're gonna have to have Kevin back. We would love to have Kevin back. <laughs> I would love to do a part two. Would you guys like a part two with Kevin? We're gonna have to figure it out. Um now Beverly goes on to say, a teaching man is a sexy man. No disrespect to your wife, Kevin. <laughs> Well, he's not married now. Okay. Well, he's not to that first marriage. He's not to that first yeah, marriage. Uh, unfortunately. But, well, he said he was Okay, he's not married right now. So there you go. Um, I'm telling you guys, this is a wonderful Christmas Eve gift. We, we want to wish Kevin a happy birthday on December the 28th. And we want to continue to just celebrate each of you. We're grateful for having you join us today. You know that at 10 o'clock we have... Um, coffee time with the coach coach ja coffee time with the coach Coach Ja at 10 o'clock today uh, that the uh, One More Conversations is on hiatus. He'll he'll be back next week and we are grateful that you chose to spend time with us today. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And
1: I am Brian Keith McNeil.
0: And this has been Let's Talk About It on ESP TV 7 on the SIBN Network, iHeart, iTunes, and right here on Facebook Live.
1: And remember that your life is not a scrimmage or a practice game. There's no Martyrs Hall of Fame. Time this feast or taste is told and for all of us Every day really is the Super Bowl. So God bless you and go forward and live your Super Bowl life today.
0: And remember that you are blessed by the blessor to be a blessing. Permission to make to be amazing is already being granted. And today is as good a day as any. So go have sex.